1: Alright, welcome to Money Never Sleeps Radio. This is a show where we talk about everything and anything that impacts the flow of money from around the corner to around the world. And I'm excited to be here with you guys. I've uh, been doing a lot of shows lately with other uh, groups and Money Never Sleeps, you know, we, again, we, we when we come forward, we we bring forward thoughts that um, and views on what's happening at the moment. Uh, Big or small, you know, whatever the case may be. Uh, What's on tap right now are a few things. Technology, of course. That's the big thing. Um, You have situations that are happening right now as we speak with TikTok and WeChat. Um, The U.S. government is looking to stop them from operating in the U.S. and I, and I understand the why uh, it's, it's about security but it's also about leverage it's about a lot of things the, the thing that concerns me about that is that when you block out um, other companies from doing I don't care if it's, if it's TikTok or if, if it's a manufacturing company when you go and you block them from doing business here in the United States what winds up winds up happening is that they block US companies from doing business over there and China is a big market um, there has to be some sort of balance with this I don't think knocking TikTok out of the equation is the way to go uh, the WeChat situation. It, it's it's different because WeChat, you know, for all intents and purposes, all right. WeChat is a it's it's like a WhatsApp. It's it's, it's the WhatsApp of the world. Uh, a lot of people in China, that is their only form of communication with their family in the United States, in Europe, and other parts of the world. Uh knocking that out especially when it's an encrypted platform, they really don't take a lot of data from you. Um, I I think think that they're going the wrong route with that. Uh, A lot of companies in China, like McDonald's and other companies, I'm sure Starbucks and other major conglomerates, utilize that as a tool because, you know, in China, you have a lot of digital transactions happening, you know, and they utilize their phone as their bank, as their wallet. Uh, So I think that blocking that could potentially cause uh, some issues. Um, We will see uh, Sunday is the big day when that's supposed to happen. TikTok is a, is a little further out. Uh, but in my opinion, I think TikTok, uh, you know, look, President Trump is putting putting the pressure down. He laid down the gauntlet, okay, is to get a deal done. He's not, a, he's not about not getting deals done. He lays it out, puts it all on the line, and it's about getting a deal done. So now we have to see what that deal is. My view is it's, it's pretty simple. I see Oracle, okay being the the champion here I see Walmart involved I saw it prior when Walmart you know jumped to the table when Microsoft was involved but I Walmart it's it's a no-brainer with Walmart reason being is that they have retail they're trying to compete with Amazon they're trying to do this stuff so if you have a platform that has a you know 100 million 500 million a billion people utilizing it okay you have access to all these people. You can advertise to them. No brainer. I see it happening. I see Oracle making the deal. I see, you know, uh um, the, the, the Chinese government and the China, the Chinese company, going and making the deal because it makes sense. It, it beats knocking it out of the equation. Uh, my concern with the deal not happening is that it's going to impact U.S. companies. It's going to impact Google, Facebook, Microsoft, uh, any company. It can, it can affect McDonald's. It can impact you know any major company that's doing business in China. So this is a slippery slope, people. So we're going to see what's going to happen there. Uh, another thing of note as of late you've have you have a lot of money managers uh they're they're going into a new game Mm. and this is the game it's called the special purpose acquisition company game uh basically they're 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 creating blank check companies making them public raising the capital and then looking for the acquisition is risky uh, as an investor doing something like that because you don't know what they're going to invest in okay uh it's been it's been doing well so far i have to tell you that much okay you know from from uh, virgin atlantic or actually virgin virgin galactic all right draft kings and, and a few other companies that have um uh, been uh Uh, reverse merged into the the shell company uh the 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 public shell company uh they've been successful they've been successful and uh i think that you're going to see more of this happening i see more and more of it happening every day you'll see news announcements because you, you have you have rates so low now you have this such an appetite for yield, okay? And if you're not getting the yield, you need the growth. You need something that's going to that's gonna give you a big punch in the arm when it comes to uh, looking at your numbers quarter by quarter. So when you have you know private equity uh, firms, you have uh, pension funds out there, they, they need that income because you know, they may be taking a hit somewhere else and they need to go and fill in the gap. And what better way to do that than to have something – that that can you know increase two three times okay in a short period of time on paper okay that kind of balances your balance sheet uh so we're going to see a lot more uh happening i know that one was done uh they they invested a billion dollars into a um a real estate technology company um and the real estate technology company and again excuse me but i the name escapes me uh they're going and They're basically going and buying homes, okay, uh, throughout the United States. And stuff like that concerns me just a wee bit. Uh, When you go and you throw that much money at a company, a billion dollars at a company to go and execute and go and acquire these homes and and create the technology to do X, Y, Z. But more so, my concern is not the technology, it is acquiring the homes. Uh, When you go and you do that... What winds up happening is that now you you have an unfair advantage. You have people, first-time home, home homeowners, other people that are looking to buy homes. They're getting priced out of the market. We've seen this in New York, where you had gentrification. You had you have people being priced out of the market. They're forced to move elsewhere because it's more affordable. And little by little, even in the more the more affordable areas, they're becoming not so <laughs> affordable. Because you have the lack of inventory that's happening, and, and it's it's, it's, a, it's a weird situation because the sales are you know, you, you have foreclosure rates that are going to start creeping up because forbearance is going to start uh, dwindling away. You you have no stimulus package that that's coming forth to help anyone help small businesses and small businesses they have entrepreneurs entrepreneurs that own homes and there you go this is the cycle, okay where you know the government needs to come in and help these people uh, but when you have these companies that are just sitting on the sidelines you're just waiting to gobble everything up they're gonna price people out of the market you know and you have Zillow doing that as well okay they're going in and they're buying homes and they're reselling them you know they're they're flipping homes and again it's it's just one of those things that um, you know what's home ownership going to be or look like in the next couple of years so I'm not sure I'm not sure, um, but, uh, well, I, I guess we'll see, you know, uh, but going back to the SPAC front, uh, I see a lot more of this happening, and I think it's going to be pretty much focused on the techno- technology arena. I think we're going to see a lot more of it. I think we're going to see a lot of, um, uh, I'm going to say disruptive disruptive technology coming to the forefront because it makes sense. You, you, give, you, give, um, you give entrepreneurs that have these great ideas and they're creating this stuff, you give them a little capital, they can make magic. You know, I always say that if you are just, you know, you, if you're going to invest, any investor, okay, um, uh, whether the venture capital end, private equity end, if you're going to invest in a technology company, you know, make sure that you're prepared to help them. Help them with your connections. Help them with what you have, so that they can go and they can bring it to the level they need to bring it. Okay. So, uh, but you know, again, we're going to see what is going to happen over the next uh, 12 to 24 months. I think it's going to be an interesting time. I think you're going to see a lot of companies going public, direct listings, and uh, you know, reverse mergers uh, through uh, through uh, the SPAC. Uh, deal. Uh, I think you're going to see a lot more of that happening. Um, And just staying, again, on the technology and the IPO front, uh, you have... It's it's again interesting time. Technology is king. The future is technology. We we have five G that's going to be coming upon us. Uh, that's like taking a, a two lane road and turning it into a ten lane highway. Things going to move fast. Okay, at some point in time, over time, as smart cities evolve and as all this stuff happens, what you're going to see, you're going to see how people are going to be less dependent on the cables because everything you know if you know data is going to be at lightning. Speed on your phone at home, and as ca- connectivity continues, you're going to see more of that happening, and you're going to see the evolution of quote-unquote cable companies how they're going to evolve, and uh, they're going to battle for the 5G, even the 6G. Uh, Samsung is talking 6G, so you know we'll, we'll see what's we'll we'll see where that's going to go. I think it's going to be interesting. A lot of tech companies are going to come to the forefront. A lot of tech companies are going to bring disruptive technology to the table. Okay, as investors, you know you need to look and see what's out there. If you are fortunate enough to get involved in these companies uh, on a private level, you know kudos to you. Uh, most people, they have to wait for them to become public to get involved. And if you if you time it right, it's it should be it should it shouldn't be it shouldn't be a bad deal. Okay, you know Snowflake came public uh, this week, and that's an interesting company uh the ceo he's a serial entrepreneur he's taken a few companies public and he did it this time Uh, the difference with this and and i and i i said it earlier just a couple of minutes ago um the, the the his backers they're not they're not absentee investors they get involved they're helping they helped him to go and build and, and with connections, anything that needed to get done to build the company. And that's what investors do. Investors should be doing anyway. Those that want to be successful, you know, so you get, they have to get involved. And they got involved with this. And from what I understand, uh, a year ago, uh, prior to them going public, the company built up to have a valuation of $3 billion. And that's pretty good. Okay, the company went public a few days ago. The company, you know, was valued initially at $30 billion. Before it was all said and done, a couple days passed by. Okay, the company was worth valued, valued at about 50 maybe $70 billion. All right, so you see the growth prospects. You see, you know, what could be. Could, what could happen um the one thing that, that i need to say is that people look at it they're like oh wow it's all the hype it's the company makes no money so on and so forth let me just run through a few things with you salesforce when they were building up they weren't they were not profitable forbid okay facebook what had the income the revenue stream was non-existent so was twitter okay and amazon they were losing money because they were reinvesting anything they had so it's it's all about scalability if you have a company that's scalable that's being disruptive in an area you're gonna have success if you have peep the right people at the helm and that's what it comes down to okay another company went public uh, unity you know they're big in gaming they have platforms where you can go in and create your games and they do all this stuff and they make money from these games you create a game, you, you, you got to pay them. You know that they're, they're like the the they're like the mob for gaming. Okay, you know you do something, you got to give you got to give them a little vig, and that's what that's about. Okay, and again, good company, and I think that they're gonna do fa- they're gonna do fantastic over time because gaming, especially with 5G, is gonna be more at the forefront. People that weren't you know uh, gamers may become you know. Passive gamers, because now they have the connectivity. They don't have to go and worry about their phone slowing down. Everything's fast, super speed. You're going to see a lot of growth in the uh, private collaboration platforms arena. Okay, you have Zoom doing doing things. And look, I, I like what they've done. I believe that things can be done a lot better. And I think other companies are going to come forward with that, because it's beyond you know video conferencing beyond that and and this is one of the reasons why i i enjoy you know doing things with MegaHoot too much because you know uh it has verahive which is a private collaboration platform you have video conferencing and so on and so forth but other things are being integrated into it which is going to make it scalable and it is going to allow people to actually you know grow with it and utilize it for uh, on a corporate level on an enterprise level on a personal level okay they're going to be able to utilize it because other things are going to be integrated into it and it's going to be very interesting with the things that are going to be happening with that uh you have um you have other other companies like slack and so on and so forth that that provide uh platforms for the remote uh, work environment i think you're going to have a big spike in in uh development and the remote learning field i think augmented reality is going to be part of the game uh ai is going to be a big part of everything we're going to be doing in, in the coming years uh basically you know Things that were going to happen in the next three to five years are happening in the next three to five months. This is the world we live in. This is the post-COVID era. This is the new normal. This is the new reality. This is what we're doing. And this is what's happening because you have to evolve. You know, if anything that we've seen during this period, uh, 2020 has been uh, a year of a a lot of craziness, you know, uh, between the pandemic and between seeing what's what the world becomes when everything comes to a standstill okay we'll we'll never see anything like this in our lives and thank god um it it it's it's enlightening okay um and it's forcing us to change Okay, you see more, you've seen more people spending time with their families, spending time, you know, at at home, they're working from home, so they're spending more time with their kids, with their dogs, and their their fish, or whatever they're spending time with, and basically, you know, having a better quality of life. You have people knowing, uh, companies knowing, that, hey, you can work remotely. You know, I think uh, Facebook and Twitter and uh, and a few other companies, you know, um, sent their, their employees... The home they say keep you know, work at home until next year sometime. And, and again, that that's just interesting. And I think uh, what you're going to see, uh, you're gonna see the likes of Facebook and other companies basically basically coming out and creating their own desktop models of of what virtual offices should be. you know um, I think that we need to look at security. Uh, security is at the forefront. Privacy is at the forefront. My concern when you're dealing with big conglomerates like, you know, Google, Facebook, and companies like that, uh, Microsoft, is that your privacy isn't so private. Um, you know, Microsoft. is, again, it's it's interesting. Um, when you get a new computer, you're forced to have a Skype account i don't want a skype account they force you to have a skype account okay i have other methods of communicating with people with video okay don't want a skype but they force you to get a skype account they force you to get certain things um and when you're if you're utilizing you know let's call it a facebook you're utilizing that and now you're utilizing stuff for the office and everything okay it becomes a question of how much do you care about your company, how safe do you want your company to be, okay, security at the forefront, and, and I stand by that, and you gotta you have to look at that stuff uh, when you're looking at, at companies, you're looking at what's going to be happening in the future, okay, um, and yeah, you know, I think that we're gonna have uh, an interesting, um, an interesting time as technology starts rolling forward and it starts bringing things that we can't even think about right now. You know, but I will say, if you're looking at companies, look at look for companies that are involved in artificial intelligence. Advanced blockchain is interesting. I'm, I'm not talking about cryptos. I'm talking about advanced blockchain for security. Uh, you look at companies that are involved in, in virtual reality and augmented reality. These are going to be important in robotics. Uh, the reason I'm saying this is that augmented reality can be used to create learning pro- platforms. Robotics will be used and is used right now for a number of things. Okay, as smart cities start rolling out, we're going to see more of that in the home. We're going to see more of that all over the place. So these are the things you want to look out uh, for. Um, as as we do, uh, as, as I bring you Money Never Sleeps uh, a little more often now, uh, I think that we're going to have uh, a lot of uh, companies come to the forefront. Uh, what I'm going to try to do, I'm going to going to try to bring on some guests so they can give some input. I think that would be interesting for the money never sleeps uh, listeners. Um, for me to bring on a few guests in certain areas to go and give you some input okay, you know, on Money Never Sleeps we talk about everything and anything that impacts the flow of money from the round, from around the corner to around the world it doesn't matter, matter whether it's a public company a private company or what they do if it's going to impact how things move, it's going to impact it and I we want to speak about it, okay and uh, the next show I'm going to get in, into logistics I mean, that's going to be interesting and uh, yeah, you're saying, well that, that's you know that's that's all that's all well and good, but it's boring. But not not when I bring it to you. <laughs> you know, there's gonna be stuff that we're gonna that I'm gonna I'm gonna speak about that may you know get you thinking. You know, sometimes boring subjects become the most profitable at the end of the day. All right. Anyway, that's about it for this uh, edition of Money Never Sleeps Radio. I'll be back with you um, on Monday or Tuesday, and uh, we're going to get back into it. And I'm gonna start. Bring, I'm, so I'm going to start bringing the show the show to you more frequently because uh, I think it's about that time. Okay. Anyway, you guys enjoy your weekend. Thank you so much for listening, and uh, I'll be back with you soon enough. Enjoy. Take care.
0: Initiating shutdown sequence. You're listening to UCW Radio in your face. What is your major malfunction? All so let it be written. So let it be done.
1: Ladies and gentlemen. My mother thanks you, my father thanks you, my sister thanks you, and I thank you.
0: All opinions expressed by Louis Velasquez on the Money Never Sleeps radio show and its website are solely his opinions and do not reflect the opinions of the UCW radio show or their parent company or affiliates and may have been previously disseminated by him on television, radio, internet, or another medium. You should not treat any opinion expressed by him as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy, but only as an expression of his opinion. His opinions are based upon information he considers to be reliable, but neither the UCW radio show nor its affiliates, parent companies, and or subsidiaries warrant its completeness or accuracy, and it should not be relied upon as such.